So to me, money is just an exchange of value. And if they felt that what you gave was so valuable, they wanted to give you some of their money and you don't give them that opportunity, you're taking that experience away from them. So I want you to really sit with that for a bit and think about how you can really think that way before you go on a live or you're at a show and you're talking about your merch or you're sending out that email to your list talking about your upcoming crowdfunding campaign. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, what is up? This is Brie Noble, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. Well, hello. I cannot believe that we have reached episode 200. I started this show back in 2015, and my goal with the show was to help female artists to really embrace being entrepreneurs. And I I did this because for me, even though I took entrepreneurship classes, I was a business major, all that, as well as being a music major, I didn't learn how to marry the two for quite a long time because I didn't understand that when you're a musician, you're also an entrepreneur. So that was why I started this show. And it's amazing to believe that five years later, we've hit our episode 200 and, you know, for years, We had an episode every week and then we had an episode every other week. Last year, we took a little bit of a hiatus and only had maybe 10 episodes the whole year, Um, but we're back every week now. And so we quickly hit episode 200. And when I started the show, you know, the first thing that I did was I came out with this income guide called the 19 Proven Sources of Income You Probably Haven't Considered for your music career. And it has been super popular over the years, but we decided now kind of for our five-year anniversary and also because of the times that we're in with COVID-19 and all the changes for musicians moving a lot online, we decided to upgrade that uh, to a little more current, although that other one was super popular. And if you did want to go grab that one, you can still grab it at femmusician.com income. But the new one is now the 15 streams of income. You can tap right now for a sustainable uh, revenue from music. And so you can grab that right on our front page at femmusician.com. F is in female, E is an entrepreneur, musician.com. Anyway, we are celebrating our 200th episode. And I decided that it would be absolutely perfect to talk about money. And I want to approach this not from the practical side because all of our income guides help with that. And we've had plenty of episodes where artists have come on and talked about ways that, you know, they have made money in their business. In fact, just last week I had Fiona Flight on. If you haven't heard that, you should definitely go and listen to that episode because she talks very specifically about multiple streams of income. 
but I want to talk about the mindset side because I have found in myself and in other people that no matter how many practical things you know, if you haven't conquered the mindset that you have over money, it is very easy to either lose money once you get it or block money from coming to you. So I did an episode a few years ago, right before I put out the first Profitable Musician Summit about money blocks. And I had my friend Greg Wilna on here and it was, it really kind of put me onto this idea of money blocks because I hadn't really thought about it before. I didn't think I had any money blocks. And then after that, and I started thinking about it and I'm like, I think I have fewer than the average person, but I clearly have some money blocks. And so I started really digging into that. I read uh, still one of my favorite books called You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. And I've read it two times at least. I think I'm going to read it again this year too, because every time that I read it, it things come up differently for me. You know, your life is a little different. The world has changed a little bit. You see things that you didn't see the first time. So I highly recommend that book. It, you, they actually have the audio version as well. That actually, that's what I listen to on my walks. And it's, it's really, really eye-opening about things that we might be believing about money that we don't even realize that are keeping us stuck. So um, I want to kind of talk about those things. Like what are some of these money blocks that you might be having? And the biggest thing with money blocks is that we don't a lot of times realize we're having them. They've lodged themselves in our subconscious and we have these beliefs about money that have been so deeply rooted that we don't even realize are not facts. And I've written about this in some blog posts on other people's sites, and I've talked about it a little bit on other people's shows, but I realize I've never done a show about this. So I want to just bring up some common ones that I think especially musicians face. And I want you to listen with an open mind and really probe and think, are these things that I might be thinking deep down about money? So I've created a list of a bunch of them and I want to read a few to you and see if they might be resonating with you or that they bring something up in your mind that you're like, oh, maybe I do think that. So the obvious one is the whole money doesn't grow on trees thing. Um, but that's kind of just like cliche-ish and we don't really think maybe what that means really what it means is that money is a limited resource that I think about it as like there's this fixed pie of the amount of money that's in the world. And if you take some, that means there's less pie for someone else. And it's really not true. And that has really been proven out right now as the government is printing millions and millions and trillions, well, probably billions of dollars um, in the U.S. to help our economy. And they're just like, we need to pump more money in the economy. Let's just print more. And so clearly this is not a limited resource, not to mention that money can be created and lost so easily in the stock market every single day. So I want to call this out because of the fact that thinking this way makes it really hard to put anything up for sale or to ask for money in any kind of a way. So 
basically, if you think that you're taking something away from someone else when you're asking them for money or you're, you're offering to sell them something, and if you think about it that way, because you think, you know, like money is limited, it will make it so much more difficult for you to feel confident to mention, you know, I've got this tip jar here or I've got this, these merch bundles for sale. So that is one thing I want you to really think about. Are you thinking that way? And I think that I definitely realized that I had this in the back of my mind. It wasn't like very much in the forefront at all, but I could feel this guilt when someone handed me money because I'm like, I'm taking something away from them. But I have turned this around so much in my thinking. And I really try to drill this into my academy students too, because I know, um, I mean, I just spoke to someone yesterday that was talking about how they didn't even want to put their tip jar up because, because they felt so uncomfortable about it or they thought it was not right, you know, in that certain situation because they wanted to give value. And I just want to challenge you, if this is something that is difficult for you, I want to challenge you to think about what you're taking away from them from not allowing them to give you money. So to me, money is just an exchange of value. And if they felt that what you gave was so valuable, they wanted to give you some of their money and you don't give them that opportunity, you're taking that experience away from them. So I want you to really sit with that for a bit and think about about how you can really think that way before you go on a live or you're at a show and you're talking about your merch or you're sending out that email to your list talking about your upcoming crowdfunding campaign. I want you to think about the fact that offering them an opportunity to support you is valuable is allows them to experience something that you could be taking away from them if you don't give them that opportunity. I certainly feel really good when I'm able to support a cause, my church, an artist, whatever it is. And if someone takes that opportunity away from me, I would lose out. So All of that to say, and that was all stemmed from money doesn't grow on trees, money is limited, money, you know, there is a fixed pie of money in the world. I want you to really sit with that and think about, do I really believe this? Is this deep rooted in there, maybe even buried in my subconscious that's causing me to act a certain way when I go into, you know, trying to offer anything for sale? Now, the second idea I want to bring up is a the way that you look at money in relation to people and character. So there are a lot of sayings around this that I pulled up and maybe some of them will resonate more than others. So I want to kind of say this in a, in a bunch of different ways, but you know, there's the obvious one, money is the root of all evil, right? And how many times have we heard our parents say that? But and it becomes so cliche that you don't even think about it. But do you think that? Do you think that when people get money, they become greedy? You know, money is only comes to the greedy or um, 
let's see, what's another one? So you're either rich or you're happy. You can't be both. That's a good one. It's selfish to want a lot of money. People won't like me if I have a lot of money. Having a lot of money might make me a bad person. Money changes people. And if you really believe these, I promise you, you will subconsciously repel money. And I'm not talking about like repelling being rich. I'm talking about just repelling money in general. You will believe that being poor is the best ideal way down in your subconscious and you will, your mind will find every way to sabotage you from having the money that you need to be comfortable in life. And I've really flipped this around. Uh, I know when I worked at the opera, I, I encountered a lot of rich people. And yes, some of them were completely selfish idiots who all they cared about was having everything designer and everyone, you know, knowing that they had a ton of money and, and talking fancy and acting fancy and, you know, not associating with people that weren't as good with, good as they thought they were because they had money. Plenty of those people, right? But there was also super generous, amazing people that I met working there. So what I've really, how I've really turned this around in my mind is, look, money just amplifies who you already are. <laughs> so if you're generally a generous person and you know you would give someone the shirt off your back or you would help them in any way that you possibly could when you had no money, then when you have money, you'll use that money for good. And if you were basically an asshole before you had money, <laughs> you will still be one, but be an even bigger one when you have more money. And you'll, if you were selfish, if you, you know, weren't kind to people that didn't have as much money as you, if you look down on other people, you will just do that even more when you get money. So the third one that I want to talk about that's somewhat related to this, and it is so rampant for musicians because there's this idea that we can't follow our passion and make money. It's like mutually exclusive or, uh, you know, we need to be martyrs for our art. We need to live a bohemian lifestyle and eat top ramen because, um, you know, that means we're sacrificing for our art and you can't really be an artist and actually make money doing it. And I know that many of you are suffering from this because the the circles that you hang out in that's the idea you know it's just it's there's like this badge of honor to be the starving artist and you know you're welcome to to do that but most people that I've talked to that have really bought into that have just gotten more bitter and angry and you know who is going to enjoy doing their music when all it brings them is bitterness and anger. And, you know, there's a, this also this idea of like, I want my music and my message to help people. And, you know, I only want to help people. I don't want to make money with it. But you have to realize that money is just a means to an end. So if you can make some good money with what you're doing, then you can push your message further. That gives you a lot more ammunition, gives you a lot more currency in the world to get your message out there. Money is a means to an end. 
So, you know, some some musicians, they decide they want to work a full-time job or a part-time job that's not in music so they can fund their art. That's awesome. Some, you know, musicians, they have multiple streams of income and some of the things that they do are, you know, they do cover songs or they um they perform in ways that some other artists that are just having this attitude of like you have to die for your art will say oh they're a sellout but that's not true like they are doing these other gigs maybe they're doing cover gigs or you know a residency or something where they're not doing their their music that they want to do their music that they wrote original music but that allows them to really fund their passion projects of their original music. That gives them a means to do that. So I really get angry when people say that artists are a sellout for singing covers or, you know, building up a YouTube channel with covers and actually making money from it. Like that does not mean they're a sellout. That just means that they're being smart and then they can use that money for whatever they want. Now, that doesn't mean that they like that they're a bad person if they don't then go use it to fund this passion project. Like I have no problem with artists who just want to entertain and that is the value that they're giving in the world and it doesn't have to be this like super high, you know, purpose driven whatever. Like some artists are just amazing entertainers and they should lean into that and they should be okay making money that way and they're still giving a ton of value to the world. And because money is just an exchange of value, they should be happy because other people are really enjoying what they're doing. They're exchanging their money. That means that they are getting value and then that artist can really feel like they're making a difference in the world. It doesn't have to be this like lofty, I'm going to, you know, change everyone's thinking around a particular thing. So I wanna I wanted to call that out because that is something that, that comes up a lot, the whole starving artist thing, the whole sellout thing. That I don't want that to trip you up. And the final cliche that I wanna call out that I've heard a billion times. And I know you have to, is money can't buy happiness. And that also kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier. Um, no, it can't buy happiness. What it can buy is choices. And sometimes choices are what bring happiness. So, you know, if you've got enough money that you can get the highest level of health plan and that gives you choices of doctors that are going to treat you better and help you get over an illness much faster, then that is how money can buy you happiness. If money allows you to hire an assistant on your team to take some of the weight off of all the things on your to-do list, that buys you happiness, okay? Now, what they're saying is money does not buy happiness in that the material things in themselves are not going to bring you happiness that you can buy with money. And I totally believe that. But money buys you choice. And in many cases, the ability to have choice, flexibility, freedom with what you do and the way you do it will make your life better. So I know money is a really touchy subject when it comes to musicians. So I want to encourage you to really roll these ideas around in your mind 
and really probe and think, do I have these deep-seated beliefs that I've actually decided somewhere way down deep that they are facts about money? And then try to trace those backward. Like, you came up with that somewhere. That belief was created by a thought that came up around a circumstance, whether it was your parents said something all the time, your parents, the way they acted about money, a circumstance that happened to you around money, uh, just other friends and how they talk about money. So I really want you to to just do that deep work because I promise you it will make a difference. I know it did in my life when I did that mental work, it really did manifest itself in the real world, in shifts, in the way that I approached money, attracted money, just my whole abundance around money and the way that my business has really grown, especially over the last year. I believe that I can trace back to this mental work that I've done around the subject of money. I would love to know your thoughts on this episode because I know I'm, I'm, I'm really approaching a lot of uncomfortable, touchy uh, subjects that really set people off in certain directions. And so um, I would love to know what you guys think. You can go to our website, femmusician.com slash podcast, and you should be able to see this episode right at the top. Click on there. You can leave a comment. Uh, or if you want to leave me a speak pipe, I'd love to hear what you have to say. You can do that at speakpipe.com slash femusician. Speakpipe.com slash femmusician. I would love to hear your thoughts on money, music, and all things abundance. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.